Hello, friend. Are you feeling tired and overwhelmed? Are you feeling like there's got to be more to this life you're living? Do you wish that there was more time and energy for the things you want to do after you get all the things that you have to do done? I'm Deb. I'm married to my high school sweetheart, and together we're raising our two amazing humans while navigating the mountains and valleys of this journey we call life. I'm passionate about getting the things done that I have to as efficiently as possible so that I can spend my most valuable commodity, which is time, on the things that mean the most to me. I would love to bring you on this journey with me as we eliminate busyness, create systems, get productive, and be more present. Let's seek our best together. Welcome back, friends, to episode four of the Seek Your Best podcast. Again, I'm Deb Stoller, and today we will be talking about how to use systems and routines to make your day run smoother. I've included a link to my website to go over and get a free copy of my go-to guide, 10 Tips to Own Your Morning and Rock Your Day, at debstoller.com forward slash info. When my husband and I were dating, I observed my mother-in-law who worked full-time and ran a very efficient home, completing tasks as if she were on autopilot. She had routines and systems in place for most things, grocery shopping, prepping for the morning the night before, laundry day. She was extremely organized. As a teenager, not growing up in this type of a home, it looked like so much work and effort to always be so organized and structured. After we got married, I didn't model after my mother-in-law. I just did what had to be done when it needed done. It took me many years to learn that if I just had a routine for myself, the things that need to get done automatically will be done without me thinking about it. It's just recently I have been recalling that my mother-in-law modeled this to me, and I was just too slow to catch on. So today we're going to be talking about three ways creating systems will change your life. First, they will help you get things done that you need to on autopilot and open you up to being available for opportunities. For me, I like to get up early and get things done. I read a book last year called The 5AN Club by Robin Sharma, and that changed my perspective on a lot of things. I've included the link to purchase this book in the show notes and also on my website, debstoller.com forward slash blog under episode four. Also in the description of this podcast on whatever platform you're using to listen today, I will place a link for you. I can't say I always get up at 5 a.m. It's gotten a little more difficult lately, but I can say that those are my best, most productive days. I get up when the house is quiet. I exercise. I do my self-care a.m. routine, make my tea, do my little kitchen laundry routine, have my tea while I do my devotion and gratitude journal, glance at my schedule and planner for the day, take my meds and supplements, and then either head out the door or dig into my agenda for the day. I tweaked Robin Sharma's 5 a.m. routine to work for me, and obviously I know not everyone wants to get up at 5 a.m., but I bet you'll find 
that if you get up a few minutes earlier than you already do, that your day will automatically have more peace in it. Robin Sharma also talks about learning something every day, and I've incorporated listening to a podcast while I exercise. Of course, if I'm not doing yoga, or while I clean, or drive to work. Multitasking in this way is very enjoyable to me. Getting all of this done in the morning has opened up my evenings to spend time with my family, take courses that have helped me to plan a podcast, design and build a website, learn about essential oils and start a side hustle, plan vacations. However, some of those have been canceled, of course, with most recent current world conditions and map out and plan my weeks, months, and year to reach goals. I've been amazed at what goals and dreams can be realized with a little planning and with having the everyday things on autopilot These are the things that slip through the cracks or that you don't even think to consider. A year ago, I would have never thought that I would design and build my own website. Disclaimer, I do have a computer whiz for a son that I did have to consult with several times, but I did do it by myself with a course that I took to teach me how. I would never have considered starting a podcast, although I'm still not sure I have enough interesting and insightful things to say to make it an ongoing thing. Time will tell. And I'm grateful for these things now because they keep me moving forward and focused on good and helping others when it would be really easy to sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself. I know we're all there a little bit right now. Number two, you will start to dread the tasks involved in your systems less. If they are built into your everyday routines, they will become just what you do. You will do them without thinking, and believe it or not, the routines might even become therapeutic. We are creatures of habit, and sometimes doing the same things at the same time can bring comfort and peace. If I always do something a certain way, soon I won't have to think about it, and I can think about other things while I'm doing it. If they aren't taking away from the fun things you want to do, they suddenly aren't as bad. And if you've got a schedule and keep focused, these other things are built in so you're not missing out. You're actually freeing yourself up for more joy. Number three, by creating systems and schedules, you can be scheduling more of what brings you joy in your life. If you've knocked out the cleaning this morning, you schedule in some self-care this afternoon or evening. If you did your meal planning last week, then you don't have to waste time all day wondering what's for supper. Maybe you've already got your veggies soaked and washed because you haven't stacked that into your morning routine. All of your chores got done during the week so you can plan a coffee date with your husband or friend on Saturday morning. Take a yoga class and read a book. You get to decide, but because you've planned, it's built into your schedule to take some time out to smell the roses. That's the whole point of this podcast. Seek your best. Take an active look at your life. What do you like? What frustrates you? What do you want more of? And what could you do without? And working to find the solutions that work for you, that help you seek your best and find more joy in your life. I do want to be clear that I do struggle with once I've made a plan, it's hard for me to veer from it. And I have missed out on opportunities because of it. One of my mentors suggests taking a piece of paper and dividing it into four quadrants, career slash work, 
family, home, and self, and then brain dumping everything you need to do in that day. Then going through each category and circle three things, and those are your priorities for the day. Another mentor does this in the evening, what she didn't accomplish, what she does need to accomplish, and then she plans the next day according to what things are on that list. Don't overload your schedule and agenda and be mindful that the tasks in your routine likely get done every week. If something comes up, if one of your kids needs to talk or a friend's friend needs you, the beds will be okay if they don't get changed this week or the floors get scrubbed. Relationships, to me, take priority. You won't remember in five years that you didn't clean your floors that one day but you might remember dropping everything to be with your friend when they needed you. I'm going to end with a sweet story about a dear friend that modeled this to me recently. I called her one morning with a heavy heart, not wanting to tell her that my cancer had returned, worried about ruining her day. I had to leave a generic message for her to call me back. Within 15 minutes, she'd called me back I'd shared my news. Mind you, this was a work day, and she'd been working about 50 to 60 hours a week from home. But this dear sweet friend said to me, give me 20 minutes, I'll be right over. She would not be bothered with my protest that it was not necessary, that I knew she was busy. She dropped everything for me, called her boss, cleared her morning, and came, just to sit and talk and cry with me. Also, she made me laugh a lot because she is hilarious. I know I might not be that kind of a friend, but I want to be. I don't expect it of others, really, honestly. If you're listening, I am not saying I need this. There is no ulterior motive here or writing between the lines. I'm just talking about a good friend giving her props for going above and beyond. The Bible verse John fifteen thirteen comes to mind when I think of this day. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And maybe some take this Bible verse literally to mean you would die for them. But what if it might also mean to set aside my plans and goals and maybe even obligations to be there for a friend in their time of need? I'm doing a very scary thing here, saying this out loud on a podcast for the world to hear, but that is the kind of friend I want to be. I'm sure I will fall short, but the bar has been set, friends. Does anyone want to join me in seeking to be this crazy kind of all bars held friend? Let's seek our best together. One last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and subscribe to be notified when the next one is released. Also, if something that I talked about resonated with you today, please take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories and tag the show. I would really appreciate it so much. Until next week, let's seek our best together. Thanks a lot.